My name is Fraser. My name is Mark. And we are the hosts of the Geekiest Show Alive. To the outside world, we're ordinary geeks. But in the Fab International Studios, we talk comics and find other geeks just like us. This is Geek of the Week. Welcome to Geek of the Week, issue six, with your hosts Fraser and Mark. I'm Fraser. And I'm Mark, and I'm on the credits now. Yeah, we made dreams come oh. true. Now, just a I little... I feel like I'm really part of the show now. It's, I'm happy. It, it was an early Christmas present, you know, because Christmas Thanks. is round the corner. Oh, And now's mate. the time to celebrate. Manchester's Christmas. got all its Christmas stuff up already. It's November. Exactly. Yeah, but you got to get the hype going. Also, a little, back, little background for all you people, a little uh, insider stuff. Mark was terrible at filming the intros. That's not he true. He kept, kept messing up his lines, I kept swearing. Once. No, it was more than once because we'd done a new outro as well. Just yeah. a spoiler for a head, and he messed up that as well. Just I did mess had up. To, the, had I, to change the lines for him and stuff like that. He was whinging that the music was too low. The music was, was too low, and the voices were too low, and ugh, it was just a whole nightmare. But, but anyway, it's beautiful. But anyway, thank look, you, Fraser. It's okay. I'm a I'm, I'm a generous soul, and I thought it'd be quite nice. Thanks. If you liked the new intro, please do let us know. And if not... I think it's much, much better. It, well, it was much easier when it was just me. I was a one-take man, boy, child thing. Get on with the show, Fraser. So, uh, this week's been pretty cool uh, for me personally because... That was a big air, I apologize. It was a big air. It was a big in. I got, I'm trying to throw it out now. But this past weekend... Well, it was last week, really. It was after the show... Um, when it came out, where we pre-record, spoil it, sorry, just ruin Fraser! Just ruin it all. Right, yeah, I'm on a tangent now. I got to be Spider-Man. I got paid, what? well, I'm getting paid in the future for being dressing up as Spider-Man at a little uh, school fair thing. It was really fun. I got to be <laughs> Spider-Man for three hours, and all these kids were like, oh my goodness, you're Spider-Man. And there was this little shy girl, oh my goodness, this girl was like really shy at first, but she was dead excited to see Spider-Man. Which came over, I was like, oh, do you want a high five? And she was like really shy and stuff like that. And then later on, it was like 10, 15 minutes or something, I just see her like creeping up again, I'm like, I'm still here, just like waving, being all nice. And then she ran up and gave me a big high five and then ran back to her mum. That's And adorable. then after that, she was like my best friend and just all over. And it was, I unloaded my geeky knowledge whenever they were asking they were asking me about my friends I was like oh yeah Flash Thompson you know sometimes he wears this cool suit and all this and <laughs> you are was amazed so, oh my this. goodness I was so nerdy with it and then someone was talking about like a superhero party where they got invited they had like all the Avengers and stuff like that I was like oh I didn't get an invite but hopefully there's more future work in that so if I get a I think, I'm pretty sure I just lived my dream. <laughs> that, I, got to, I got paid to be Spider-Man, which is, you know, what more could you ask for? <laughs> I've kept the suit. I'm proud of you, I've kept, Fraser. I've kept the suit in my backpack, you know, just in case crime comes around in Manchester and ready to swing. Please don't. Have you seen those real-life superheroes that actually do that? They are based off, like, kick-ass and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's frightening. I, uh, how have these people not been stabbed? Awesome. Yeah. You, you know, it, it's frightening, so... I, I don't we don't we don't, yeah, we don't here on Geek of the Week no. we do not recommend becoming a real life superhero it was, just, just read some books it was pretty, just read just read or just do it at children's parties and stuff yeah like, make their day but yeah that's it was true incre- it was funny because it was in Nutsford and stuff like that so my whole thing was like oh yeah I'm just making sure there's no crimes happening in Nutsford or something <laughs> do they it's have like, crime of in Nutsford of all places <laughs> yeah that's what I was thinking I was like yeah Green Goblin's around somewhere <laughs> <laughs> Green Goblin's come to Nutsford because he's like you know what 
Superb. I want to visit Manchester, but not quite the city centre. I feel like that's where it's all gone wrong. I need to go to this little area. Nutsford. Let's talk a bit more as well. Like a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned the Wolverine podcast um, having a sequel. Uh, and I've finished the podcast, and I know you finished it, I think, last week. But I we did. Sort of, like, delve straight back But in, it's, it's very much the, the next episode, next episode, binge watch vibe. I mean, that, that's, that's, a, that's a thing now that it, or everyone does. But before, say, 24, do you remember when it was, like, a thing with 24 where everyone just, like, had to watch it because it was... And, but, but Wolverine reminded me almost made me feel young again because it reminded me of the absolute having to listen to the next episode just like when that kind of became a thing when 24 happened you're young at heart yeah that's true (laughs) but yeah it was right I have to do a callback and if you didn't listen to the show a couple weeks ago when we talked about this I really couldn't think of what it was called when they used to do these radio like something similar to this but on radios it's radio plays and I said it was back in your day (laughs) <laughs> and I love were, a radio play. There you go. See, I knew you would know what it was. Yeah. But yeah, it's similar to radio plays, but now they're doing it in the podcast format, which is yeah. really cool. I mean, what I also find really cool about this is, is comics is a very like visual art thing that like, you see it all, you read it all. And this is sort of like the reverse. It's all about what you're hearing and like it's an audio sort of. So it's really cool to see it sort of switch and see that like these comic book characters can sort of work in this. It's it, that's the thing, isn't it? It's something very new with comic book characters because they are so visual. They work well in film, they work well in TV, but this was clearly an experiment, and as far as I'm concerned, it worked really well. And I think you do need that requirement, though, I think of... Well, maybe not, depending on how they describe it, but the requirement is to sort of... that Some people know these heroes or know mm. some idea of what they look like so they can sort of picture it a bit more. But then that's interesting, I think, for the audio side is because my Wolverine that I'm picturing for this podcast might look different than your Wolverine you're picturing when they're you know talking about that and same with the characters and stuff like that you can only sort of tell the characters based on their voice and the voice acting in this is incredible yeah for each character Richard Armitage though it was always going to be good exactly and I do like I do like the story as well of how you know, Wolverine, it's sort of like there's these murders going around in Alaska and people aren't quite sure what it is. And then there's this mystery behind Logan and, like, the whole Wolverine thing and they think it's a bear. Not to go... Uh, if we talk too much, we might get into spoilers. Yeah, but I that, did like that, that mystery. that's about as much spoil level how, as we go into. And how mutants aren't really, like... Because, you know, aren't really a big presence here. And Alaska's a cool place to sort of set in. I, my my mm. opinion of Alaska is always like, have you, have you seen the Simpsons movie? Yes. Where they go to Alaska and go, here's a thousand dollars. That's just my picture of Alaska. <laughs> Do you want an interesting fact about Alaska? Go on then. Which may be wrong. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's right. So Alaska is actually in Canada, but it's owned by America. So it's one of the states because Russia had something or whatever. So technically it's in Canada, but it's an American state. Huh. That makes no sense. Fair enough. It's a weird, weird one. Now, I think it's time for the news. I need photos of Spider-Man. I know what some of you are thinking. What does Bruno... We're thinking then. What does Bruno Mars have to do with news? But we've got a little bit of J. Jonah there, you know. Uh, editor-in-chief at the Daily Bugle, uh, sometimes when he's not being uh, fogged off, like, nope, you've been saying too much trash about Spider-Man, we're kicking you out. And he has his little blogs or whatever. 
but for this show, whenever we hear Jay Jonah, it's time for the news if you're a first-time listener. But if you're a listener all the time, you already know that. Now, we've got quite a bit of news. We and are. I'm really it's... excited about this. We had a slow news week. Because. Yeah, and now we've, we've got a, a busy news well, week. And we've had to get rid of stuff as well. Yeah. But what I like about this is we've got a news piece in four different types of medium. Medium. Right. Yeah. Mm. Each media's got a bit Gosh. of news. The first one, and this is kind of funny... Uh, this will be funny when I reveal something to you and the audience. Mm-hmm. So, Once Upon a Deadpool got a trailer. Did you see this trailer? I did, and I want to ask We're... you something. Do you know who Fred Savage is? Yeah, he's from the uh, that Princess Bride film. He was also in The Wonder Years. Yeah, no. Right. The, the, and, and, and so, for, for, for our older audience, oh. they'll remember the, the Wonder Years and how innocent Fred Savage was when he played... I can't remember the character's name, but he was he was the main character in the Wonder Years. Freddy. It wasn't called Freddy, and uh, I should I should have put that I in thought, my notes. I thought that was going to be one of those you know TV shows and they're quite lazy with yeah, the characters' yeah, names. Yeah. No, but he um, it was it was late eighties, early nineties, I think, the TV show, and it was it was really quite. Quite, it was really quite a lovely show about growing wholesome. up in America. Yeah, a wholesome show about growing up in America. And Fred Savage was the main character who was about 10 or 12. Um, it was, uh, if, you, if you saw Boy Meets World, oh yeah, um, it was kind of similar to that, but yeah. set earlier in America. And so using Fred Savage was clearly for the grown-ups, which I liked and I thought was clever, but are the kids going to get it? It's a whole hot. Well, I think the thing is, Deadpool is a popular character. Like, kids have sneaked, sneaked in, or their parents have been like, oh, I've got you this DVD, mm. and probably have seen the R rated version, or their parents have been more savvy with it and gone, no. Like, they're, oh, I want to see that Deadpool character. Like, there is an appeal that they think, for children to see it, but again, you've got to get the adults to go and watch basically the same film again. Yeah. So I think that appeal does help. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, for me, yeah, just on. out of sheer completism and morbid curiosity, I want to see whether or not it's still a good film, still an enjoyable film that I, as a grown-up, will enjoy. I did, but like, I think it's going to make uh, them a shed load of money. I did like the new introductions that they showed into the um, trailer, like the up bit where it's like that the two brilliant. old people. Um, that was kind of funny. There was a joke about Fox films as well. Oh my goodness, yeah, the Beatles. It's like, yeah, it's like, (laughs) so clever. produced the, yeah. Like, again, and it's meta. And that is is what what Deadpool is. It's great. (laughs) Right, here's my bit of funny reveal. So, they did all this and they re changed it all up to make it a PG 13 in the US. So, it's a new rating. Mm -hmm. Do you want to guess what rating this is in the UK? Oh, is it a 12? Nope. Is it a fifteen? Yeah. Do you know what? The, <laughs> do, you know what the, do you know what the first two Deadpool movies were rated in the UK? Probably fifteen or eighteen. Yep. So we're getting a remit, a mashup of the first two films. That's the same rating as the first two films in the UK. So good grief! I kind of backfired on him a little bit. Which is, my hope is so the first two films of this just kickstart the marketing, which I love about Deadpool the Deadpool films and their marketing. It's just hilarious. But I reckon... So the first one they did, this isn't a superhero film, it's a love story. The second one was, it's about family. I'm hoping this one's going to be like, this ain't a superhero film, it's a Christmas film. Or they do, you know, something throwaway like that. But, it's interesting, but... Um, wow. 
That's, yeah. that, 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 that's definitely scuppered them, hasn't it? Yes. Now, some video game news. Check us out. Mm-hmm. Covering all the mediums here. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man on PS4 got nominated for Game of the Year. Well, did you know that it's actually the second highest selling game in the UK behind FIFA this year? Yeah, boy. Bearing uh, in mind that's on one platform. Exactly. That's phenomenal. It's impre- like, I'm pretty sure there are people out there who have just bought a PS4 for Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> Geek is cool. Exactly, and Spider-Man's cool as well. The rec- um, the latest DLC has just been released. I'm probably going to talk about that next week because I've started playing it. I found <laughs> So IGN released the first 16 minutes. I was like, how can they get away with releasing the first 16 minutes? And then I realised it because it was out and I was like, I've got to download this. And then I downloaded it literally, I think, yesterday. But then I went off to Cardiff. So I was like, right, now I've got to find a time to wait. But luckily I'm off work for a bit. So I'm probably just going to spend a whole day on the heist. But it's all based on Hammerhead and the copy, the main cop of the story, Yuri, and sort of like how she's taking stuff to... Heart. Um, don't want to get into spoilers, but when are you going to lend me this game, to? Fraser? Um, probably when all the DLC is gone and I've absolutely smashed it, and there's nothing else more this game can provide me. So Aww. you're probably going to be a while. You might have to buy your own. But yeah, game of the year, which is really cool. I looked at the other games and I was like, yeah, I don't own any of them, but I got Spider-Man, and I think it's important to sh- like it shows like it's popular, but it's also an incredible game. Like the I think the closest game two this is spider-man 2 and like the spider-man 2 game and film were like incredible like just combination for him and that get that game oh my goodness i was playing it until spider this version came out when i'm like oh sorry mate you've been surpassed and the storyline in it is equal to anything you see in cinema which i just think is incredible and i think it does deserve the nomination and it's it's my pick Mainly because I haven't played the other ones. But it's <laughs> to take that FIFA, do you got a Game of the Year nomination? No. I do feel bad because I bought FIFA 18. But I didn't buy FIFA 19. I bought Spider-Man. I'm not paying full price for your FIFA 19. It's all the same. Pay full price for Spider-Man, though. <laughs> <laughs> and all the DLC, because it's sick. Um, hyped. Yeah, so TV news. John Cryer... Alan from Two and a Half Men, if that's it. That was the... I was like... I saw that name with no clue it is, and then we went Two and a Half Men. Alan was like, oh, that guy has been cast as Lex Luthor in the CW's Supergirl. What do you reckon about this bit of news? Do you know he's already played a Luthor? Right. This he's is played Lenny Luthor. I put, this, I put this out on the uh, Facebook page as soon as I found out, because this is hilarious. He played Lenny Luthor in, like, I think it's Spider-Man 4. Was Lenny Not Spider-Man, Luther Superman 4. Any of the comics, or was he just for that? I'm pretty sure Superman he was just 4 made, film. like, if you're a big, like, he's may have been in one random issue mm, of, like, mm. Man of Steel or something. Because at one point, there was, like, four different Superman titles on, and even when he died, they just kept those titles going with just different Supermans to try and replace yeah, him. Yeah, I remember. So they could exist, but I think this is a fun, this is a funny little it's a nice little connection. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. upgraded. But what do you reckon about this cast? Could you see him as a Lex Luthor? I, I have no opinion. I don't know who he is. I've not watched Two and a Half oh, Men, and I don't on, watch man. Supergirl. Is, is, this, what? this one's for you, mate. You're giving us a bad name. Here. I just it's, don't it's like, like DC. No, I, I know that makes me a terrible human. You are a terrible human. I don't this... watch any other DC TV oh. universe because it's just not for me. I, I, well, I enjoy it. And you I'm, can cover this. You know what? It's it's in, right. 
I think the thing is, the last Lex Luthor we had was Jesse Eisenberg, who wasn't exactly well-received. So anyone after this, I'm sort of like, yeah, I'm open to anything. There are a couple of people who want um, a different... There's loads of people like Brian Cranston and stuff like that. Obviously, you're not going to get that level for the TV show, but for the films, it would be great. But there was an actor, I should have got his name, from the Titanic. You know the guy who's... Leonardo DiCaprio. No, and the knob who's like um, going out with thing. Oh, goes I know the one you goes mean. Goes out with Rose. The bad guy. It. Yeah, the bad guy from it. Well, the guy he's now bald, but he played P.T. Barnum in Legends of Tomorrow. So I don't know if that sort of affects his thing. But there are there is a fit, big thing on the internet about having him play, um, yeah, play Lex Luthor. And one of the listeners to the show, good old Gary O'Driscoll, is campaigning for it. Okay, cool. But yeah, so there is that. Lenny Luther to Lex, I mean, it's a natural progression, right? Clearly. And now, for what you all tuned in for, comic news. Marvel have released their a little preview for their summer event called War of the Realms, which looks really, really cool. They did a, mar- like, the Marvel show, did, like, a Marvel inside on the whole thing, and they sort of, like, looked at it, and the picture was released. Just to let you guys know, like, definitely check this out. Give it a Google, because the picture's stunning. It really is. You've got Cap on a winged horse. You've got Thor with two hammers. And you've got Blade Blade in there just chilling. You've got Daredevil and Jane Foster, both with swords, like, like, going out. Sparkly Daredevil with a sword. Sparkly Daredevil as well. And he's back as well, because he's been dead in the comics for a bit. It looks really, really cool. And it's by Jason Aaron, who's been doing a lot of stuff with the Avengers recently and a lot of Thor stuff so it's going to mm. be all Asgardian and mythical and really really cool it's talking about the ten realms obviously yeah. I can name you Asgard and Midgard well that's the thing and I'm interested in these other eight realms and that- whether or not they're going to be significant I mean that's potential for eight new huge areas to expand on which is exactly. interesting it's just extending the universe which I think is really cool because a lot of the time Marvel do this thing where they just keep going back to the well with stuff they've already done or they just go for stuff from the films which is mm. it's not the best really for your readership and I think sometimes their comics have been suffering because of that like they've been too like oh we want to get people in from films it's just like yeah but they're not going to go to the comics to read exactly what they see on the screen. Give them something new, and I'm hoping this yeah. is, like you say, with the new eight rounds, it's a bit of mystery, it's a bit of intrigue. Yeah, um, potential and for I something do, new and cool. I do trust the writer on it, like, say, Jason Aaron. He's been phenomenal with the stuff he's done with four because he did, that, like, the Jane Foster run and stuff like that. Yeah, which was wonderful. Bringing him back in, done some cool stuff with Avengers as well. So, you know what? I'm all on board, mate. Oh, just, oh, just whack me nose right on the mic. That it, was... It, 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 it's uh, how did you possibly manage to bash your ne- nose on the mic? I don't know. We're now on the next section of the show, which is called Pull or Pass. To explain this for you all, when you go into a local comic book store and you buy, let's say, an issue of Batman, you go up to the desk and say it's a Batman 2, 3, 4, whatever, 1. They will ask, oh, do you want to add this to your pull? And if you say yes, whenever there's a new Batman issue out, they'll stick it behind for you. You can walk into the store and you can go, hi, what's on my pull today? And they say, oh, you've got 10 issues of Spider-Man. And they'll keep doing this until you say, oh, can you take this off my pull? It's sort of like a subscription thing, but less sort of like, oh, we're going to take your money out every week. It's just whenever you're in, you can just have a fat stack of comics. And there you go. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Mm. Um, But... What we do on this is we look at a couple of comics, uh, mostly first issues, um, and then we say whether we'd put them on our pull or we'd pass on them. 
Now, this week, we've done a little cool concept because the last one... Actually, no, before we go on to our cool concept, let's go on to the one that's not part of the cool concept and then we'll go on to the cool concept. All right. So, you mean the one that I picked? Yeah. We checked out this week Middle West by Image. Now, as your pick, what did you think of the... Well, we've talked about I Hate Fairyland a couple of weeks ago, which is one of my favourite comics of the last few years. And this is written by Scotty Young, the uh, guy behind I Hate Fairyland. So I went in with really, really high expectations. And I I didn't really know what I was expecting other than it was going to be good because it was Scotty Young, you know? Yeah. Um, Didn't grab me quite as much as I hoped. I'm definitely intrigued... And some of the artwork was outstanding. There was a, a wonderful two-pager yeah, yeah. with, with like, this kind of... Spoilers. With this huge mon- monster, yeah. like, tornado monster thing. And I'm intrigued, but I'm not running around screaming for joy. So do you think that your anticipation is sort of, like... Is anticipation the word I want yeah. to say? Yeah, the anticipation sort of... Not ruined it for you, but sort of, like... It made my expectations too high for what was essentially 24 pages of comic book. See, this is interesting because I didn't know that little tidbit, but I really enjoyed it because I think as well, like, this week I've had quite a bit of image to read Mm. um, because of our trade-off later on, which we'll go into more. But I really did enjoy it because it was sort of like this young... um, I really do like young protagonists because I sort of like identify with them and stuff like that, especially... Um, ones with similar hair to me. <laughs> so I really did like this story, and I was a paperboy once, and it's so annoying to wake up, and when you oversleep, it's the worst feeling ever, because you just know there's going to be people there waiting, and you're like, yeah, you've ruined me morning. It's like, right, if I ruin your morning that bad, the shop's only around the corner. Like, come on. But then there were customers who were really nice. I don't want to throw hmm. all customers down the bus. Some were really nice. And I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely not slagging it off. The, be- the, the art was beautiful. Oh, no, the total, story was cool. Yeah, total, like, I'm not, not trying I to, went in with too I'm, much. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus here as well. I'm throwing no one under the no, bus no, here. No, no buses involved. But I really did enjoy it, and I liked that it was a cool concept because obviously the dad's like very harsh to him and stuff like that, and this kid's just being... You know, you know, he's sort of in an abusive home. Yeah, but then, there was an element of, is something going to happen? Is something going to happen? Oh, it happens. And they start and off, like, the, the, this Middle West being sort of, like, almost... It's something that he keeps dreaming of and keeps going to and he's scared of. But then it sort of becomes a reality and comes into his world at the end. And I was like, that's very cool. And there's sort of... Um, the monster sort of represented some, like, toxic thing, an abusive thing... Because, again, with the young kids' things, you can say this is all in his head and this isn't actually a world. Absolutely. Or you can say it is a world, and I really did enjoy that and, like, the possibilities, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where it goes, so I would put it on my poll. That's the thing. Don't get me wrong. I expected six-star, and I got five-star. Yeah, so it is. So I'm I'm putting it on my poll as well. Yeah. But I was always going to, because it's Scotty Young, and even if it had been rubbish, I'd have given it the benefit of the doubt. Just throw it on and just like, it's got to get better. Yeah, so it it, it is a pull for me. Oh, that's good. That's good to see. Um, And now we're on to our concept, our cool, cool, well, partly cool concept. Uh, It may backfire. We need to rattle through these, Fraser. It partly backfired. So... Infinity War has been the big storyline for Marvel Comics, surprisingly, because they just released a film called that. You know, they tend to do that a lot. <coughs> Civil War 2. But that's Marvel's sort of gimmick. They go, they'll try and bring something from the films and bring it in. And they did this concept called Infinity Warps, where instead of Thanos having the 
Infinity Gauntlet snapping and half the population disappearing. Instead, Gamora's got the gauntlet. She, she does a snap. And the two, instead of halving humanity, she sort of slapped them in together so two have become one. They, the, like the almost an amalgam. Like but they couldn't call amalgam. it that. They couldn't. See, this, for me, is Marvel writers going, oh, do you remember that amalgam stuff we did? It's pretty cool, wasn't it? it I don't really cool. want to talk to DC, though. Oh, we can do it by ourselves. We're Marvel, mate. We can do anything. Yeah. And can they do anything? Is this is this good? Is this good, Mark? Right, well, let's, let's rattle I'll them g- off. I'll go through the list later, but, like, just to get your overall thing, is, does this work? Do you like it in any way? It was bobbins, mate. Right, so what we're going to do is we're going to run down, because there's been many different titles, we're going to run down their first issues, and we're going to, we're only allowed to pull one. Or, in Mark's case, we have to pull one. (laughs) Because I had some, I was like, oh, I'm interested to see how it carries on, but I'll stick myself to one. And Mark was like, I hate all of these. And he's like, well, you have to pull one. Right, we're we're we're, going to run through them super quick. we're going to do this as well. If you hear our descriptions and you don't want to read them, that's fine. We want to hear what you guys would pull and what you guys would pass, just from our descriptions or from you guys reading it yourselves. So the first one we'll talk about is Infinity Warps itself, which is it's sort of the Marvel 2-in-1, sort of like the Fantastic Three, I think it was, with like Moon Girl and Squirrel Girl and all them. They merged them together. Um, so in this, you had Observer X, which is a mixture of the Watcher <laughs> a watcher and Professor X who did so many X puns it was unreal including one that was Excelsior which, which I made did me like. s- I was like oh I did like too it. soon I was like oh yeah but this was a couple of weeks ago. I know it was I know it was but it was just like oh it hurts <laughs> my soul there was Moon Girl and Tippy Saw which was like a mix of Squirrel Girl and Moon Girl which was hilarious and they're two psychics one which is a dinosaur and one which is a squirrel so it's this giant like squirrel like dinosaur Dinosaur, which which was funny. Yeah, Doctor Do. Oh, how am I going to say this? It's a mix of Doctor Doom and Galactus. Uh, Galact- yeah, Galactus. Yeah, Doctor Doom Galactus. <laughs> it's just pathetic. Green Widow, which was Black Widow with uh, She Hulk. Cat's Eyes, which I was imagining was Black Cat and Bullseye, which was very weird. Um, ben and Reed Storm. They were sort of like I couldn't tell if they were brothers or sort of like. Partners? They were the terrific two. The terrific two, which I really liked. And I really liked Hot Rocks and Mr. Invisible. I sort of liked Hot Rocks more because he had that rock and roast catchphrase. He did. The, the, there were some nice, fun things. <laughs> I mean, there was the incredible drag factor of me actively disliking Squirrel Girl. But there was a giant squirrel, which helped. Um, You're not a fan of Squirrel Girl? No, I can't stand okay. it. I just... No, that's, that's we'll, we'll, we'll go into my squirrel go hate another time. The terrific two made me smile a lot, yeah. um, and I was always a fan of What If. So this title, out of all of them, I, 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 I wish did, you hadn't did, discussed this one four, first. It did four different stories. As it, well, did. Than it's it did. It did. Which reminded me of What If, yeah. which is great. And um, I wish you hadn't picked this one first because this one is my pull. Oh, I was going to wait till the end. Don't don't worry, I'm I'm, going to slag everything else off. But this one was the best one. It was fun, it was silly, and... And it it lends itself more to that book because the book that... Yeah, I think so. They were always... They're always funny, wacky characters because I think the the main book is like Moon Girl and the Fantastic Two. Yeah. Because, you know, Fantastic Four have been, were lost in space and different dimensions and all that. So it's, it is really cool to see. 
And yeah, it fit itself more. Now, the ones that probably didn't fit itself more are the rest. Uh, so the yeah. first couple of weeks, we had Soldier Supreme, which was Stephen Rogers with a PH and a PhD. We had Red Dormammu, which I thought was a very lazy name. Mm. Like Red Skull I get in Dormammu. It's like, come on, you can do something. There's something there. And yeah. Speed, nope. I've gone correct there. And then Winter Soldier 1 combination sort of thing there, which was... Yeah, it was all right. It's a cool combo. Yeah, but And the art was fantastic, but the story was just meh. What I did like was, so instead of having a shield, actual shield, he sort of made a shield with magic with his sling ring, which I thought was cool. The problem with that is it just reminded me of US Agents, and no one wants to be reminded of US yeah, Agents. No, that's fair. Forceworks US Agents, bad. See. And then the other one that came out that week was Iron Hammer. Now, I've wrote down, because I can't remember for the life of me, and I probably won't be able to pronounce it, but it was Nordic name Stark. There's a mix of Malakliff and the Mandarin. And then instead of having Jarvis, it was Mjolnir, but spelt like with the dots in between, so it's like a system, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm. I do mm. like the blend. I do like the blending of characters of these two. Like, these two felt more like an amalgam like the two between whereas like I think the other two we're going to discuss just felt like one character with a bit of this well or two the, separate characters the, the armour and the giant maul that he has it, it's not a hammer it's a maul mm. and the armour and the, the, the giant maul looks so cool the front cover is like oh my goodness buy this title yes um, which is how they get you in the art is fantastic but the story is uninspired and a bit drab. Yeah, no, it wasn't that great. Now, oh, sorry, I did say there was two left. I forgot about Paul Weapon Hex, which was Hex 23, a mix of Scarlet Witch and Hex 23. Mm. And I did like that they did experiments, but instead of, like, like they do with Hex 23, but it was with magics, with magic, magics, with magic instead of sort of like the mutant normal yeah. stuff, which is kind of cool. There was a random Venom shirt. Someone was randomly wearing a Venom shirt. There was like a Punisher skull. And then there was like the big reveal at the end was her brother Speed Weasel, which I thought was, you know, it was... Weasel? Right. Why Weasel? Yeah, a bit bizarre. But again, Peculiar. this one, like the other two, uh, came in a bit late, a uh, couple of weeks after this, did feel like a mixture of the two characters, which, you know... So you can ask for. for I, I struggled with this because I don't know X twenty three at all. Um, it's not a, a title or a character I've ever in like invested any time mm. in, um, and it just it just emphasised to me that if all the others I knew all the characters, but because there was in this one I didn't know one of them, it emphasised to me that, that it's there's a lot of in knowledge required to enjoy these titles, sure. and I think that highlight the. It could have been any character I hadn't seen, but it just so happens that X-23 isn't one I've, I've seen much of. So I think it highlights that you need to understand what's going on or at least appreciate what they've done as the amalgamated. Yeah. You need to know that both of the amalgamated characters quite well, and I didn't, so I struggled with I this think one. It would be quite, I think what it might also be is it might be trying to combine, it, combine the fan bases. So if you're into, like a, if you're into Scarlet Witch... Uh, you might read this and be like, oh, okay, maybe I'll check out X-23. Maybe you haven't interacted with X-23. Mm. Or likewise, you might be a fan of X-23 and then see Scarlet Witch. I'm like, okay. And it might be trying to pass it on to others. Um, a lot of the characters aren't too s similar, which I think the amalgam back when DC Marvel did, they sort of went for similar characters. Mm. Whereas this, it's sort of been like, oh, maybe we can get people who read Steve Rogers to read um, Doctor Strange now and stuff like that. Which, you know... 
could work, could work, who knows. The next one I'm going to talk about is, came out this week, it's the last one to come out, which is why we're going to talk about it, talking about all of these, was Ghost Panther, which did feel, I want to say these last two we're talking about, did feel like it was very two separate, like they were two separate characters, like he started off as Black Panther and then become Ghost yeah. Rider. Which isn't which isn't, an isn't the concept really. of the Infinity Warp at all. Yeah. It was the the, the 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 concept was she clicked her fingers and that they were always like that, yeah. rather than two characters that were put together. So no, I, that 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 rang true that for me as well. Fun. And then in, Eric, instead of Eric Kilgrave, it was Kilgrave Killmonger. It was Eric Killraven. Imagine, oh my goodness, imagine if they mixed in Jessica Jones with this. Well, it would have been uh, cool, but they didn't. Um, but yeah. And, and, no. On paper, this was the coolest concept. The uh, a flaming panther. Oh yeah, on the, the front cover was cool. incredible. And I think instead that's of what, instead yeah. of a motorbike, a flaming panther. So cool. Imagine him going around in that and still being the daredevil. Exactly, it would have been sick. But, but the, unfortunately, not. He wanted no. to get a bike and yeah. no. I saw it did like sort of. So the there was ancestry. no actual panther at all. It was a bike. No. I liked sort of as well that there was. They did do the ancestry stuff. Um, mixing with that, like that was the only mix that was there. But the, you know, if you're going to do this mix amalgam, commit to the bit. I was mo- This was the one I was most disappointed with because it was the one that I was actually looking I forward to the most. most. Promise. Um, the, 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 oh, sorry, go on. Le, but, but quickly, the artwork was the best of the run as well. I yeah. loved the artwork yeah, yeah. in this. It was. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Frank Miller's stuff, and I mm. love me some Frank Miller. So. Wow. The artwork was the best, the storyline was the worst, and the I just I was just desperately disappointed with this one. This was the one I was expecting to pull. Yeah. Now, now that we because we started with your pull, I was going to literally go one by one and say pull or pass. But because we started with your pull, why not finish with mine? <laughs> and of course, it was going to be. It was uh, a Rack Knight, which is a mix of Spider Man and Moon Knight. And of course, it was my pull because it's got Spider Man in. But. I will talk more about this because I, <laughs> I did I do enjoy the interactions with Spider Man and Moon Knight. Moon Knight appeared on one of on Ultimate Spider Man, the um, animated show, which is clearly targeted towards kids. And if you're a Moon Knight fan, you might have been offended by that. <laughs> Moon Knight's a pretty dark character, pretty, really. But I did like this dark take on. The two, the two characters combined really well because at mm. first I was like that's an odd combination and like one of my good friends Jacob he's a big Moon Knight fan I'm a big Spider-Man fan so we were both like giddy kids like at this we're like oh my goodness our two favourite characters are merging together how cool is this and you know uh, what I really dug it because it did feel a lot like Moon Knight wrongly so gets compared so many times to Batman but this did sort of feel like Batman because it was sort of he lost the pet he lost uh, Uncle Ben and Aunt May and then he sort of taught this dot turn and then that's when he became the thing became the Arachnite and like it did feel like a Batman sort of thing but the way he turned into it was really cool like yeah. taking in that, that spider sort of became it was really interesting as well because it was it talked about the spider totem which was actually used in Spider-Man for quite a bit not very popular. <laughs> they were like, oh no, Peter Parker was always destined to be bit by this spider. And everyone's like, no, that's not like, that's not what makes Spider-Man great or whatever. Like people didn't agree with it. I wasn't too fussed about it. It led to a cool story with like these, um, the spider hunters going after him. I think it led into Spider-Verse if I'm 
if I'm right, I'm pretty sure it did anyway. But that sort of like spider totem. So it was interesting to see that return as a spider fan and sort of be like, hey, they're referencing that. That's uh, pretty cool. And it's a nice combination of the characters. So yeah, it was my pull. I was I was torn between that and Infinity Warps as well, which I'm kind of glad we went for different ones because Infinity Warps, again, it does lead into this concept more. I felt uh, that Arachnite had the most potential of all of them and I liked the combination of the two I did feel that because it was quite a meaty combo that it felt a little bit rushed yeah that could have been eked out over a four part series rather than a two part series I think and it felt a little bit rushed and the um, the the cliffhanger was the most predictable of the lot Mm. But it was, I, I did enjoy it. I genuinely enjoyed it. That 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 was de- uh, that was one that I thought was going to be good, and it was good. Yeah. But uh, for me, Infinity Warps just pipped it. I am going to retract something here because I kept, I repeatedly said it before, and it's going to irk me all week if I don't say this. Mm. I said these last two felt like less of a warps. Thinking back now, with a bit of retrospect, are like that this spider-man one was a combination of the two guys it was Spider-Man good. Moon Knight. yeah it was a combination yeah. it's just the ghost panther one that wasn't ghost panther i don't was... know why i thought i was i was insulting my own the, the own one a pull what am i, I doing what am i doing mark so it, uh, i don't feel like the whole thing was a success okay. overall oh. there was a lot of poor comics no and it's just again it's marvel's they've got a bit of an ego with comics so they just they're not really do they do some good stuff with their comics but then they just do a whole lot of bad it's these big events that they always try and take from the films like civil war 2 wasn't great this infinity war the part the parts i've read have been okay i've kind of enjoyed but then these warps it's just like uh and the gimmicks are going for and it's just like just do good stories i know that's kind of you know dumbing it down a bit and might be you know too simple it's just you've got you've got a fan base you've got people who will listen who will read even just stick with that um, but yeah, so if you want to check out all these, they are available in your comic book store. Or if you just want to base it off mine and Mark's sort of discussion, we're interested to know what you guys would, out of all this list, what you would pull or pass. And also if you would pull or pass Mid- Middle West if you've checked it out. And if there's anything we haven't talked about that you think we should check out on pull or pass, I do want to give a shout out to Mr. Miracle. It finished its run uh, by Tom King. And great stuff he's the guy who did you know that visions you're always telling yeah me yeah i really want to read yeah so we brilliant. did he did a lot of similar stuff with mr miracle and it's exceptional cool. and also as well um going back to last week with the stan lee thing tom king has done a little and it's something i kind of want to incorporate at one point with geek of the week but he's done this ever long tribute to stan lee so stan lee used to say stan lee presents and then it'd be like the marvel characters so whenever tom king does a book he'll put DC Comics Presents and that's always been his little tribute to Stanley, which I think that's is really pretty cute. cool and I'm gutted we didn't mention it last week we were a bit Marvel based but again that's where Stan was and Stan did have an interesting reply to Tom King he says oh just write for Marvel <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, yeah just wanted to, I feel like we would be wrong as a comic book show not to shout out Mr. Miracle and guys definitely check it out either if you can get the back issues get them or maybe check it out on a trade Oh, I love pay, trades. That pays me. Do you know what it's time for? I do. It's time to trade off. So get those comics from your loft. Really? You just wanted to rhyme. I just like a rhyme. 
Should it be comics from the loft or books from the loft? Rhyming and alliteration, they're your things, aren't they? I do love a good rhyme and alliteration. And if it's if it's alliteration that rhymes, ah, oh, don't even get me started. That, that, that does sound pretty splendid. So, so to explain uh, the trade-off segment of the show, I just went off then. You I did. turned into a snake. Have you seen that meme of like Donald Trump when he goes... I, I, I don't do memes. Or from Harry Potter. I'm, I'm 40 years old. Snake, I, don't, I don't do the memes. snake from Harry Potter. Oh my goodness, you're, you're out in your age here. Memes. They're, they're, they're for children. Memes. Um, yeah, to, to explain trade-off, basically me and Mark have sort of different tastes. We're Mark from, and I. We're from different worlds. He's a very English person, English literature person, because he just corrected me on air. Which I, was not, I have not a degree me. in English. Touche. But basically, yeah, so we've got different tastes and stuff like that. I'm a very much uh, child, family, <laughs> family-friendly comic book reader. Like a bit of Archie, like a bit of Marvel, like a bit of DC. Do like ID- IDW and sort of like Dark Horse, but usually it's when it's like films and stuff like that or something that like I can get on board with. Not really good with horror and stuff like that. My, Mark, my, my taste Mark is, is a huge horror fan. And not a just huge horror, sci-fi. Imi- huge and... image fan as well. Yeah. So typically, when it's Mark's book he's given to me, it's probably going to be Image. It's likely, but not always. And then it is this week. Though. And then when I give a book to Mark, it's usually a cha- It's a childhood whimsical tale, which he occasionally enjoys, or occasionally yeah. just thinks, "Ugh, drab." Well, this week but- I gave you Descender, which. Um, Recently came to an end, didn't it? It did. It, it finished earlier this year, and no pressure, it is probably my favourite comic book of the last five years. There's a sequel one coming in, in there as well, Ascender. There is, I was going to talk about that later on, and I can't wait for that. I of cannot course. wait for Ascender. But we're not going to do any spoilers. Um, that's coming in 2019, and they've just said 2019. They oh, haven't said when, and I'm just like, oh, I hate I you. hate when they do stuff like that. They do it all the time so in comics. Ah. But um, so I just give us a month at least. I need, I need to read through it again, but Descender could be my favourite comic ever. It will oh, have so to have a serious fight with Sin City, so, but so um, no pressure. it could be my favourite comic ever. No what pressure. What did you think, Fraser? I, I really enjoyed it. Like I, dug, I really dug the world that it was created. Like, um, it's a very sci-fi, futuristic sort of yep. thing, and like the story being like these robots and stuff like that and how they've taken over um, and like... Mm-hmm. Where it all started, like there's this poor, this poor Tim, Tim Twenty One. Oh, I really like, I really like Tim Twenty One. He's a robot him. who basically has got so much emotions. Like he's supposed to be a child's companion, and like, oh, he's just, oh, what a dude. I wish he was my companion. He's, I'd love to hang out with him. He's, he's full awesome. of love. I mean, it's not a hugely original concept, the yeah. the the robot with emotion, but it's done so beautifully and. In- I just feel like the art enhances its... Oh, the art. See, the art, Fraser, yeah, the I art. Do like, I do like the art, and I like how sometimes they'll take away colour and there'll be a lot of white there, or just, mm. like, stuff that... It feels like it's not complete, but it's it makes the other stuff that is coloured more emphasised and stuff like that. I want Dustin and, and Goyen to it marry does, me. It looks like such, like, water painting stuff. It actually it's looks beautiful. like a painting, which I really... Yeah. Like, that's what really grasped me in. And then the story kept me going. Like, I really did enjoy Tim. And I liked the whole thing of these big bads that have ruined the earth come from this mm. poor little guy. And he just, he wakes up and he's, we go back to his memories and it's, oh, him and Andy, man. Why did it have to be Andy? It just reminded me of Toy Story. And I was like, oh. I think that might be deliberate. 
Yeah, it, it, yeah, I can just, see the influence. It's it's science fiction, but oh my goodness, it's just about emotion and love and the feels. Oh, it's it's which is why I can imagine magnificent. You're probably, you're probably emotionally wrecked towards the ending because I remember. Oh, I'm not going to talk about the ending, and I'm just like, oh no, it's going to be a sad ending. When 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 I got the last volume of it. I eked it out. I read one, like one comic a day <laughs> for a week. A day. <laughs> no, I, 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 and I, I got to the last one. I was like, I don't want it to end. I, I, I cried. I actually cried by that last day, just reading a panel a day. Like, no, nope. it, it, it doesn't end if I. <laughs> but um, don't finish it. It can't end. <laughs> and it, it's a comic book cliche, but the cliffhangers. <laughs> every time I was like, <gasps> oh, just, just incredible. But no. I, I, I'm sorry, I've, I've, I, I'm forcing my opinion on you. What did you but think? No, no, I really did enjoy it. And like I, like I said, the art got me in. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, like a painting sort of thing. And then the story, yeah, really kept me going. I like the dynamics um, between all the different robots and humans. I like the, tw- I don't want to get into spoilers, I like the twist with the guy who made the robot. And then we sort of had yeah. a whole issue on his story. And I was like, this dude's a jerk. No, and I was like, I kind of liked that um like I say, yeah, lights that. They do that a lot as well. They do have like an that issue twist. that focuses on one specific character. Yeah, I did um, like that twist, and I feel like all the characters we've met so far, I feel like I got to know them quite well, and I think it does spend time to focus on each one of them because it's a group effort. Like, it's a group... It's an ensemble piece. Do you want to borrow the rest of it? Oh, I don't... Uh, I don't know if I'm emotionally prepared because I know it destroyed you, and I can sort of see... It, me. I can see the emotional way it's going to go. Um, it's just it's just a beautiful, beautiful piece of work. But yeah. Absolutely beautiful. No, I, 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 I am interested in it, to be fair. I'll lend it to you. I do, I do like it. If um, you need a hug afterwards, one of these, I've got you, brother. Who knows? I mean, we could go. We could carry on with a trade-off, and maybe I could read volume two and could use it as a trade-off. Or, maybe. Or at one point, I could, if I just come in emotionally broke, you'd know that I've read Descender. <laughs> but we want to know, not just what us two schmoes think about it. If you've ever read Descender or thought about checking it out, I'd definitely recommend, Get recommend it. checking it out. If you've got a friend who's got it, it's perfect. If not, you know, go go look out for that trade. But I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. If you have read it and or and you're like Mark and you've read it all, and you're like, oh my goodness, and you just want someone to talk to emotionally. Mes- message Mark's me on Twitter or something. I, I, I'm emotionally broken by this comic book. Um, if you want to talk about your excitement for a sender as well, like I say, we've got all the all the medias. We have all the social medias, all the social mediums: Twitter, Facebook, all of them. All maybe, of get, maybe get an Instagram. It's just us taking photos Meh. at studio. Actually, I wouldn't be an interesting. No, it wouldn't. Instagram for the gram. But you know what, Mark? That's the show, mate. It is. Thank you so much for joining us. We've had a fab time. We hope you have too. It is, and I hope you enjoy the new outro that took forever because of this diva over here. Hmm. One take, ma- one take, man, child, boy over here. This one, <laughs> nightmare. I'm telling you. Great Scots. It's been almost an hour. What the devil are they doing? Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. Thanks for listening to Geek of the Week. Be sure to tune in next week. Same Geek time, same Geek channel. And if you want to follow us on social media, it's at GOTW Radio on Twitter. Search for Geek of the Week Radio Show on Facebook. And to listen again, it's www.mixcloud.com forward slash Geek of the Week Radio Show.